Welcome to the show. The only show that twists your mind. Twists your mind. Marking out episode 299. Some pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Also joined here by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore MO. Dave, how are you doing? I am doing great. And it is Dave the Rave that all the ladies crave. And that is right. Bring back some old school for this 299 edition, a little uh, Halloween edition, right? What are you doing for Halloween? I will be on my couch watching some Monday Night Nitro. Nice, nice. Not, not eating any candy, I guess, because we're going to be uh, that house. Oh, <laughs> Nobody wants to be that house. Why are you that house? Well, first off, before you get about your house, how are you doing this week? I'm doing awesome as always. All right, now tell me about this candy issue that you got well, going on. Well, no, I mean, well, I'm not giving out candy. That's unfortunate. I'm going to be watching Monday Night Raw, so I'm not getting interrupted every five seconds by a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Don't discourage Brandon during Monday Night Raw. Yeah, sorry, kids. You don't want to see Brandon annoyed during Monday Night Raw. Well, I mean, that happens weekly now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not my... So, my anything uh, planned for this weekend? I'm going to a Halloween party. There you go. When? Tonight or tomorrow? Tomorrow night. What are you dressing as? Uh, we already went through this. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll find out. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, definitely went through this already. Maybe. Probably. Uh, yeah, and I guess I said, remember you were like care to share? I think this is last week's episode. Probably care to share. <laughs> and I was like I was like, Yeah, people will find out if I'm sure they'll see it. Alright, well it's that not the, it's that not Brandon's probably gonna make himself the picture of the week next week for the three hundredth no, episode. No, 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 no. Three no. hundredth <laughs> episode's picture's been made year in advance. Has it? Have I seen it? Oh yeah. Yeah, you have seen it. (laughs) My favorite picture of the week. Yeah. So how is uh really your favorite of all time? Oh, it's up there. I do like it. Ew. My favorite is probably the uh what is it, the (laughs) hundredth episode? I think. Two hundred and one hundred are pretty similar. Yeah, where we had everybody included. So this is gonna be like Silva popping out of a cake. Yeah, this one's gonna be like a huge like step out of the norm. As far as pictures of yeah, we, go. you're going uh, head on with uh, 300 to 400. Um, but yeah, in another what 
two years. Yeah, right. And we're <laughs> recorded. Well, don't don't jinx it or anything. Knock on some wood. There you go. Um, yeah. So. So, how was your week? <laughs> my week was good. My week was good. It went by. It feels like it went by really quickly. We got snow. Oh, did we you? Got, yeah, we got some snow yesterday. Not today, but uh, it, at first it was very. Um, it was snowing, but it wasn't sticking or anything like that. But then later in the day, it started to uh, stick a bunch. But yeah, I remember. I remember last up. year. Last year around this time, it snowed uh, out on the island. Mm-hmm. Nowhere near me, but like it didn't stick or anything. Yeah, it's just it's weird. I mean, this weather, this global warming, or and everything like that is just it's weird. What's weird is we're coming up on four years tomorrow that Hurricane Sandy hit. Wow, that's crazy. And there's still people that are like not in their homes from Hurricane yeah. Sandy. Still, it was a very horrific. Uh, awful event that took place and it really struck a lot of people hard yeah. and it's unfortunate and um, and it snowed the next week yeah like it was a, a huge blizzard i mean it was a rough time i mean i know we were living without power i mean myself personally we had to uh we couldn't even stay in our house uh we had to stay elsewhere it was it was a tough tough time yeah, but those, thank goodness uh, <laughs> i mean a lot of a lot of people out there had it a lot worse than we did. Yeah, I, know. I was going to say, a lot of people had it a lot worse than me, but those cold showers were brutal. I was, I think yeah. I, I, I showered every single day, and you just got to like take a deep breath in and get in there and shower, and even if it's freezing cold or whatnot. Yeah, I kind of, every time I took a shower, a cold shower, I would picture myself as like Wolverine, where he's like getting out of that, the what is he, the, uh, the Weapon X program, when he's getting out of the, the, the liquid and he's like all pissed off and everything. That's how I felt every time I walked into that ice cold shower. Like I felt like my muscles like just tighten up, and it is just unbearable if you stay in there for too long. Well, if you stay in there too long, then you start to not feel it. So <laughs> yeah, so it starts to become a, a just a normal shower. Yeah. That what what was the worst? One of the nights was the absolute worst when I was sleeping when I could see my breath inside my own room. Yeah. Like that. I've never never since then have I seen that inside my house. That was crazy. But yeah. luckily everything's well not back to normal for a, a few people, a bunch of people. Still trying to get the FEMA money, but luckily ours was good. But uh, yeah. yeah, what did you do? Anything good this week? Um, this week, let's see. I don't. I don't think so. It's just been very uh, a lot to do school wise because we are coming towards the end of the semester for us. Um, so it's just been a lot of school, and outside of that. Really not too much. Here and there, I've had a chance to catch up with Arrow and Flash. And I actually saw the episode with Cody Rhodes finally. Yeah, you said that last week, bro. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, I texted you that. No, you said it on the show last week. About Star. 
Yeah? I don't know if you said his character's name was Stardust on the show, but you definitely said... No, no, said his character's name wasn't Stardust. He was what? What was He was selling Stardust. Like, oh, the was selling Stardust. drug on the market was Stardust. Yeah, I don't know if you said that on last week's show, but you definitely said... You definitely mentioned him being on Arrow last week. Oh, no, no, no. I mentioned it right at the end. Yeah. Yeah, right right when we were closing. But I didn't actually, like, speak about it. No, you didn't. I thought it was... Re- no, I didn't. No, I said, no, you didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you didn't. Did. No, I didn't. <laughs> I was like, no, I, like, literally just said the same thing. <laughs> um... Yeah, no, I thought it was an awesome episode. I thought that he portrayed his character really, really well. It's always cool to see, like, pro wrestlers are made for that kind of a role because they are already... What do you mean they're made for that role? I mean, they're trained stunt-wise. Like, they know how to throw punches, take punches, stuff like that. Fight scenes, yeah. I mean, unless, like, mishaps happen, like Lita, like, stuff, and stuff goes wrong. But for the most part, wrestlers are pri- are primed through these roles of like Marvel superhero characters. Yeah, can you believe? I still can't believe that rumor that Triple H was so close to being Thor. I don't know if I would have liked it. I don't like that's like completely like at first when you hear that rumor to me, it's like yeah, I guess I could see it, similar ish. But now after like Hemsworth has been in that role for so many years, it's like I could never see Triple H in a role like that. Triple H is more of a guy that would be like a vampire in a Blade movie or something. Yeah. <laughs> a little joke because he was. Yeah. <laughs> in a Blade movie as a vampire. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of those Blade movies. Yeah, I never saw them. Really? Yeah, I don't. I'm not a Blade fan. I don't. I don't care about vampires. I don't care about stuff like that. Really? Yeah, even with Halloween coming up. Why? I don't know. Just uh, what do I care for a vampire for? I don't know. It's actually a really cool movie. Like they've they did it really well. The first one, at least. The other two are really cool, but I'm a big fan of the first one. I definitely would suggest you see it. Yeah. Um, there and I think that I thought they were going to remake it too. I thought so too. I don't yeah. know if they are, but they were going to incorporate that in the Marv. Yeah, the Marvel scheme of everything. Um, yeah, what else is there? What else is to, uh, discuss? Anything else Halloween-wise? Uh, I don't know, Halloween-wise, but, uh, I went to the Jets game last Sunday. Ooh, spooky! <laughs> that was cool. How'd that go? They won, they beat the Ravens. hmm And, uh, I was in a suite, so that was also cool. Too sweet. Yeah. Nice. With, uh, Tony Richardson, who used to play for the Jets. Oh, I loved him. More, uh-huh. yeah, really, you loved him, I'm sure. More, more famous for playing with the Kansas City Chiefs, but I guess he's friends with the guy who like owned the suite or something. So that was cool. He was super nice. And then uh, Bryce Salvador, who used to be the captain of the Devils, was there too, which was that was cool. Yeah, he never really did anything in the NHL though. He was just a captain. He was just a captain, yeah, but yeah. I mean, still, he, he still got the captain cool. spot for being an overall a good guy. Yeah, it was still pretty cool, though. I mean... Yeah, no, that was cool. That is cool. Um, and it's, that was the first time I've been in a suite at... Well, the first time that I've seen an event in a suite at MetLife Stadium. Oh, interesting. Because the first time I've been in a suite, it was on that tour that I took. Hmm. 
back in 2000. When did five? You, no, 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 2005. Three. Three. Are you kidding me? Whenever MetLife Stadium right before 2011. Something up there like that. 2008. I think maybe 2010. 2005, maybe. No, I definitely think 2010. But so, when is this new album of Taylor Swift being dropped? I have no idea. I mean, I, let's be realistic. We do we're pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans, but we want to know about when is this album going to be released. Well, the other I, day, I want to hear about her 15 boyfriends that she's had since her last album has been released, and how other, all of them have problems, but she's a okay. The I think you, you sound jelly right now, man. I totally am. Why doesn't she just say yes to me? The other day was 10 years since the first Taylor Swift album, Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. was out. Which Big Machine Records like re-released as, as like a limited edition um, to thirteen to to uh, one thousand three hundred and thirteen copies. That's pretty cool. Thirteen, thirteen, yeah. So, and I bought it because I've been trying to find that album for like the deluxe two two disc edition for years, and they've always been like but super you say super expensive for the longest time. No. Because I know how the triggers you to ah. sing, so. Okay. But okay. yeah, so I've been trying to find that for, for for a bunch of years, and now they re-released it. I bought it, so mm. I'm looking forward to getting it. I got an email from them the other day. I thought I was like, oh no, it's gonna be bad news. Like, too bad we're sold out or something like that. But it said, hey, we're just wanting to let you know that your copy will ship the week of whatever November seven or whatever. So. I was like, oh, snap. Thank goodness. <laughs> oh, snap, crackle, and pop. Yeah. And then uh, next week, I'm going to uh, Conan. That's cool. Do you know who's going to be on it yet? They said um, – they announced like preliminary people. What? And they, they named uh, Ryan Reynolds as one of the guests. Oh, Nice. Which, why do you say sarcastically like that? <laughs> Even though I don't know if you mean it like sarcastically. No, he actually is one of my favorite actors. But like, why I've do actually you say been, I've, I've been a fan of his longer than most people. Since, uh, so. what was that movie called? Nope. Even before that. <laughs> what movie was I going to say? Just uh, Friends? Tweeting? No, I was going to say Just Friends. Oh. No, even before that. From... Was a he on TV like a teen show? show? A TV show. It's funny. I said, was he on a teen show? A teen show? Yeah. What yeah. show was he on? Two Guys in a Pizza Parlor. Mm. I think that was what it was called. Two Guys in a Pizza Parlor. I, I Two Guys and a Girl on... in a Pizza Parlor? Yeah. It was something like that. I used to watch that on TV, and he was on that as one of the uh, the stars. One He's of the Canadian, actors. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah they, so I, I, I've been a fan of his since then. Yeah, so they announced Ryan Reynolds for that as well as Rory Scovel. Don't know him. He was on Wrecked for one episode. He was like the guy that was like, hey, guys, like, do you not remember I'm here too? Oh, was he the blonde guy? I'm, I wouldn't uh, say he's blonde. Well, the guy that was saying like that was talking to the girl and he that saved them. I'm, I think so. I'm not positive. That saved them from the pit and everything. He has a, he has a beard. Yeah, I think I think that's the guy where he's like, what, "Why is it always about you guys? Like we're here too." Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So and and it's funny because oh, and also you would know him. Well, I mean, you don't even remember anything, but 
when we we saw him do stand up. <laughs> Wait, what? We saw him do stand up. He he did uh, late night with Jimmy Fallon when we were there. Oh, interesting. Which means yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> which means I remember um, seeing the purple pixel. Or whatever. Yeah. Oh, for Tracy. <laughs> that was brutal. Like, no offense <laughs> to him. Awful. That was just, like, we don't... That was not what we needed to see. Yeah, no. But, uh, yeah, so that would mean two out of the three talk show shows that I've been to would have had a comedian instead of a musical guest. Hmm? And two out of the three shows would be the same comedian doing stand-up. But I, I like Rory Scovel, so... I'm fine with that. That's cool. And it says more surprises to be announced and stuff. So who mm-hmm. knows? It's New York City. Maybe Adam Sandler is going to have the Hanukkah song part five. I doubt it, but you know. Interesting. I guess many people forget about part four that came out last year. Yeah. Well, it, didn't, it, it got some publicity, but not like it wasn't, it didn't blow up. Yeah. They just, cause it was at like a Judd Apatow and friends show basically. So. I think, right? I'm almost um, positive that's where they did it. But yeah, so maybe there's some big New York name to be announced. And also, Ryan Reynolds has no movies or anything coming out, so maybe it's going to be like a Deadpool thing? I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe they'll announce like something in regards to Deadpool, uh, Deadpool 2. <laughs> They're like, Deadpool 2, we lost our writer. Yeah, right? <laughs> um... Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, talking about acting and everything. Next week, apparently, um, James Franco is going to be shooting a movie up here. So I'm, I may have to, if they're on campus, I may have to try to see if I can be an extra in there too now. I forgot the name of the movie. But James Franco is going to be directing a movie. You should try to get a bumper. Hey, 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 James, could bumper? He'd be like, yeah, of course I'll do a bumper. And then he'd be like, oh, I thought you were talking about something else. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, no, it's for Mark and I. would be like, oh. He'd be like, I've heard of you guys, man. Dude, just tell him. two and a half wrestlers. Just tell him. (laughs) (laughs) Just, yo, if you run into James Franco and you meet him or whatever and – by chance, ask for a bumper. Just tell him that your cousin, me, was a huge fan of Freaks and Geeks. Just <laughs> tell him that because it's true. So, yeah. Seriously, tell him that. I, I definitely will. Yeah. I mean, I, I've actually seen a few episodes of Freaks and Geeks. Just a few? Well, I mean, there was only actually really... <laughs> no. I think I may have watched. I don't know. I don't think I watched the entire season. There was only a few episodes that were actually a thing. So. Well, no, like it was, they had only one season, but I think, right, right. So I'm saying like, it's only, yeah, that was like the early Judd Apatow stuff. Yeah. But that's like where all of them were like Jason Siegel, Franco, uh, what's her face? Um, Seth Rogen was there. Yeah. The woman from, uh, the office from the office. Yeah. From the office. Yeah. 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 Right. Who from the office? Oh, Who's the blonde? Isn't she in there? The blonde? Angela? I don't know. No, no, no. The the one that got married? Pam? One... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I With think the orange hair? I don't remember her being in it. I don't... I'm almost positive she was. A young... Yeah. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Not her. What's... 
Oh no, the girl from Gremlins Boy. Yeah, Linda. Yeah, her, her. Whatever her name is from yeah, from Boy Meets World, also. No. Boy Meets World. Yeah, she was the ski house. I don't the, remember the ski lodge woman. That Corey, I don't remember. Corey stays up all night talking with her. I don't remember, but Dude, they just there. revisited that place on Girl Meets World. And and That's... Corey's daughter did the same exact thing with a dude that works there. Has uh, Vader showed up yet? Vader has not showed up. That's They're talking about canceling that show, I think. It's unfortunate. Well, if it was good, maybe it wouldn't be canceled. Nah, Disney does that stupid <laughs> stuff. For, for whatever reason, they give it like four seasons and then it's it or something like that. I don't understand why they do that. If it's a popular show, people are booming. People are like, we're pissed about hearing rumors of that. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. I also, I also saw um, Carrie Underwood this week at Madison Square Garden. I think mm -hmm. that's a huge mistake that she didn't go last night. I, I couldn't. Dude, it was such a good concert. And it's like I don't realize how much Carrie Underwood like like I listen to until I go to her show and like record almost every song. Yeah. Well, she's but, talented. Yeah, dude. The stage setup was awesome. They had like lasers. They had smoke. They had pyro. It was a really I'm sure. good show. Did yeah. they have a hologram of uh, Brad Paisley come out? They did not have a hologram of Brad Paisley. That's disappointing. And speaking That's of Brad Paisley, I thought it was weird that she didn't even mention like the CMA Awards coming up next week. Especially mm -hmm. since it's the celebrating, the, I think it's, what is it, the 50th CMA, uh, CMA Awards or something? Mm -hmm. So I would have thought that maybe she would have mentioned that. But regardless, which is one ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Uh, it was a fantastic concert. Wait, have you seen this picture of uh, Tom Hanks or Bill Murray? Yeah, it's clearly not Tom Hanks. Who are you going with? Who that's, do you think it is? That's Bill Murray. Oh, really? 100% that's Bill Murray. Oh, and Tom Hanks. It's not Tom Hanks, bro. <laughs> it's Bill Murray. I don't know. I As think someone, if you're a fan of Bill Murray, you would know it's Bill Murray. If you're a fan of Tom Hanks, you would know that's not Tom Hanks. Is the is the dress blue and gold, or is it? We have to open it up. Uh, open up the picture a little bit bigger. Dude, it's Bill Murray. Imagine if it's neither. <laughs> yeah, it's like this is actually just my father. Yeah, right. It's what's his face? Is Tom Hanks' son? He's just aged really, really poorly. His name is Colin Hanks, and he's on a show right now. He is. I actually CBS. wanted to see that show. What is that show? Life in Pieces. Yeah. It looked pretty funny. Yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah. Like, Have like you seen show. Tom Hanks recently? Yeah, he just hosted SNL. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, well, yeah, I've seen Tom Hanks recently. Yeah. That's yeah. It's nice. That's nice of you. Yeah. And it's funny, somebody, I see, uh, I watch Disney vlogs, and uh, somebody was dressed up, I don't know if he was, like, meant to be dressed up as Tom Hanks' character from SNL, but he was dressed up like that. Mm-hmm, mm -hmm, So, I thought that was funny. So, like, my, uh, my doctor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my Tell doctor does that. It's like you would Tell talk me. to him, and he would just sit there with his leg crossed, mm-hmm, 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 mm -hmm. Literally, that's what he sounded like. You could be, like, saying one sentence, and he would give that many mm-hmm's. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Tell me more. I don't have any more. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Seems like you don't have any more then. Yeah. But, uh... uh yeah. So, 
That is our opener. Did you even mention where people can buy our t-shirts and everything? Well, I, I just said ProWrestlingTees.com slash out for the regardless, which is now two. ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. It is uh, uh, November's coming up, so uh, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be rain. I'm sure there's going to be some sales coming at uh, Pro Wrestling Tees to check out. Yeah, make sure you keep on checking in with us on Twitter at Marking Out and check out Pro Wrestling Tees because they are going to be doing a lot of fun stuff over there. They got a lot of T-shirts that you should buy. Everyone oh, has T-shirts you, that you should buy. Were you reading that? You sounded so enthusiastic about it. Oh, no, I was not. <laughs> yeah. Actually, my computer is uh, freezing up on me a little bit. Oh, is it? Maybe it's because you're looking at stuff outside of Skype. Yeah. Really? Someone should not be on Twitter right now. No. Which so far? That's and what happens. That's, that's episode 299. Yeah, still not learning anything from episode two. I mean, episode um, one you were on. I haven't been on 299 episodes. You have. Oh, Oh, no, no, you I haven't. haven't. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been here since day one. Yeah. And I, I didn't want to I, know. Geez. Have I been have I been on more episodes than you though? No. Are you sure? I mean there was a lot of episodes that you were not. No. No, I think I, I might have been. Because mm-hmm. you only had like three or four episodes on me. No. Yeah. We have the unaired episodes. Yeah, that's like the first four. No, me and Chris recorded a few episodes before you joined. Yeah, like four, three, or four. No, there's a few more than that. No, 100% yeah. no. Dude, because yeah. I started, you guys did the Royal Rumble, which was episode like four, and then I started like the week after that, coming on saying little blurbs. I think we did, we started before the Rumble. Yeah, you guys did. That was like three or four yeah. episodes. And then came that episode in February where I went with you to SmackDown. And I think it was SmackDown. We were going to SmackDown or whatever. And then like you were like, oh, can we just go to Chris's to record this podcast really quick? And I was like, okay. And then we went and then you guys were talking, recording. And I and they were like, you were sp- yeah, saying Brandon, something about that Dolph Ziggler. in good days when Brandon wouldn't talk. Yeah, you guys were saying something about Dolph Ziggler. Like they're like, "Oh, do you want to uh, sh- share any thoughts about Dolph Ziggler?" And I was like, "He's he's he's good, he's cool." And now he's yeah, been on the show. That before, so that was before Brandon was out of the shell with his podcast speaking in the podcast world. I'm you still were... I'm still in a shell with podcasting though. Yeah, yeah. I wear a mask. So what? <laughs> Until the day you lose the mask. <laughs> yeah, which so. I, it was funny because. Originally, I did not wear a mask on Marking Out. Yeah, so if you go all the way back to no, that... you can't go all the way not. back because it was never released. Yeah. Our Broski of the Week video got <laughs> denied. <laughs> eventually, yeah, exactly. eventually, oh eventually, though, it did uh, It did get it accepted. Did accept so five I'm, times. Uh, it was just twice. <laughs> well, well, combined four... I don't even know. I'm, but I, I think, think we definitely own the uh, Are You Serious? Yeah, we, we had the most. We had six. Yeah. yeah. We had five times up until our uh, Broski of the Week video, and then after that we had one more. But because that video was accepted as Broski's of the Week, does that mean he only wanted me in a mask? Because when I was maskless... 
the first time in the Broski of the Week video, I did not get on. Then I Maybe. then I started wearing a mask, and they were like, oh, yeah, definitely he's getting on. You know what? That, that could be. I wouldn't be surprised. So I would not be surprised. But let's get on to some sports entertainment talk, and well, let's talk about some, some outside not... news. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so outside the ring news. Frenchie Martin uh, passed away last week after nearly a year of battling bladder and bone cancer uh, at the young, fairly young age of 69. Uh, he was the manager of Dino Bravo back in the WWE. Uh, so very unfortunate passing right there. Yeah. So our thoughts and condolences with uh, his friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, in some lighter news, The Rock's production company is apparently teaming up with Will Ferrell's production company to be making a new TV comedy series that's based on The Rock's real relationship with WWE or former WWE head writer uh, Brian Gerwitz for Fox Sport, not Fox Sports Network, for just Fox, like an actual show on Fox about professional wrestling. So yeah. I, I'm like, I'd watch it, obviously, because it's The Rock. It, it, I, I see it being kind of like uh, Eastbound. Because uh, Will Ferrell's involved? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's exactly why. But I think it's an hour, I think they said it's an hour-long comedy? An hour-long comedy. I think, as opposed to half hour? Hmm. That's interesting. It's like I wish other shows on Fox were... An hour long. Like uh, Last Man on Earth, I wish that was an hour long. I can never... I it's with uh, Will Forte, where he was the last man on Earth. I don't know. Is it like that Twilight Zone episode? Uh, you mean the one where you just dated yourself? Yeah. <laughs> I high-fived myself, though, so I guess that's not any better. No. But Flow Sports announced a five-year partnership with WWN Live to make FlowSlam.tv the exclusive, exclusive worldwide streaming partner of all WWN Live properties, including Evolve, Shine, Full Impact Pro, and WWN Super Shows. Uh, Flow Slam users can access all the live streams and premium content on the site monthly. Um, and the payment's going to be $20 per month. Uh, that's going to be the intro price. And annually, it's going to be $150 per year. It's up, I'm up in the air with how this is going to work out. It is going to be interesting to see, but it's, I don't see it's going to, I don't see it making any difference. Yeah, it doesn't seem like something that, like, I don't care at all. I'm not paying $20 a month. WWE offers me millions of hours of content for $9.99. You're going to try yeah. and charge me $20 a month? Come on. Yeah, I, I don't see the benefit of it. Yeah, you get to watch all of your favorite res, uh, independent wrestlers, but I don't – for $20 a month, why not just – it's – I don't know. I don't know how much their iPay-per-views are and stuff, but – I mean, they're – That's what you're getting, basically, is the iPay-per-views yeah. and – but, I mean, if you do the 20, like this, you're stuck in there for the entire month. I mean, given they are putting on more and more shows, so you'll have more than one, like more than one uh, pay-per-view per month. 
But even still, I like I guess it depends what other content they're going to be airing on those networks. On that even network. that though, it's like oh, come watch old evolve stuff. It's like I don't. If I was going to watch the old Evolve stuff, I'll just find it on YouTube or buy the DVDs. Yeah, there's really no old Evolve. I mean, Evolve's not that old. It's not like they have stuff like Ring of Honor, but this rumor was that Ring of Honor was potentially going to be involved in this too. Yeah, but apparently Ring of Honor just, and New Japan. Apparently it's just WWN Live and all their oh. entities. Which is, it's weird because I, WWE was an investor in the Flow Slam or Flow Sports Mm-hmm. But I guess it has nothing to do with WWE's relationship with I'd Evolve. rather, I don't know, I'd be more interested in like a Ring of Honor network. I'm sure they have that already. Oh, I'm sure that they do, but I'd be more interested in that. Which than, means you're not interested like, in it at all. It's not. I'm saying if I was. I was, dude, first of all, so disappointed this week. Um, they announced. Um, in Germany for TBS, or not TBS, is it TBS or TNT? One of the Turner's, one of the Turner networks are going to be airing Lucha Underground. Oh, it's cool. it's only in Germany. I not was cool. so disappointed when I found that out. I was like, I, it reads like, oh, Turner, Turner Broadcasting getting back into the wrestling business with Lucha Underground. I was like, what? That's amazing. I was like freaking out. And then I click into the article, it's, but it's only in Germany. I was like, oh no way! Because I I missed the whole, I missed the whole two or three seasons of Lucha Underground already. Because I can't like, I, where am I supposed to watch it? I don't know. I've only seen one, not even a full episode. I've seen to... match. Uh, I've never watched a full match. Actually, no. I've watched the full match if it was like three minutes. For the first season, I was able to watch it because it would air like after the fact on on Univision or something. But now I, they stopped doing it, so I can't. I can't even watch it, and yeah. I had to watch everything in Spanish. So that was really difficult to watch because mm-hmm. I didn't know what the promos were or anything. Mm-hmm. Well, another inclusion of uh, this network was rumored to be the uh, rumored to be ICW too, right? I don't know. One of those uh, territories over there, I believe. Um, but yeah, apparently with ICW related, ICW's Fear and Loathing, uh, is going to be taking place on the 20th of November. Nick Foley was supposed to be, uh, there as a special guest enforcer, but he unfortunately is unable to do that. And they had a little teaser. Finn Balor, uh, Fergal Devitt, he's Prince Devitt. He will be making his return to ICW on the 20th. Um, as the special enforcer, I is. Do you think he'll get involved? I mean, I don't. I don't think he'll be wrestling. Do you think? I think I could see him getting in the maybe ring. Maybe not. I maybe don't know. Hitting maybe hitting a pele kick or something. But I don't. I could see hit him. him. Hit the what is it? The Sunday Bloody Sunday. Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe if they're like. If ba- like what was Balor's injury? He's still out for a reason. So oh yeah, I, f- I, I forgot that he was injured. Yeah. So and it, like if he wasn't injured, he would still be. He would be at Survivor Series, which is why Mick Foley can't do it. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. It's like how how long in advance did they book Mick Foley that he didn't realize he was going to be at Survivor Series? 
Yeah, well, then, I mean, obviously they must have booked him a while ago. Yeah, well, I know he. I think Mick Foley was the the general manager, or whatever, for them at their last year's event, mm-hmm. Fear and Loathing Eight or something. Interesting. Yeah. So, so. but uh, speaking of other promotions, um, something that was quote unquote said to be competing with TNA. Um, TMZ caught up with DDP's daughter, Brittany Page, who revealed that Brooke Hogan, Lacey Von Erich, Roddy, Pi- Roddy Piper's daughter, Ariel Toomes, um, and then Bianca Bridget Van Dam, who's the daughter of Jean-Claude Van Dam, is going to be starting an all-women league. Yeah, that's going to be she interesting. Also, she also mentioned that Christy Hemme is going to be a, like an authoritative role or something. So I don't know if she's doing like, like, like Dixie Carter type on screen stuff or like mm-hmm. booking. I, I don't understand. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what this is, but I can't see it really doing all that much. And then I think Brooke Hogan. Really know. I think Brooke Hogan's Facebook page posted something about. Um, Guerrero's daughter being involved too, which I would have to assume would be Shaw. And then I think uh, she also might have said Beefcake's daughter, which I didn't even know existed. Yeah. (laughs) But, but like, like what are you supposed to even say about this? I don't know. Like, there's a reason why a bunch of these people failed in professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. I'm not interested at all. Like, I don't want to see Lacey Von Erich wrestling. I don't want to mm-hmm. see Brooke Hogan wrestling. Are they going to be wrestling? I have no idea. And then you got the TMZ camera guy asking Brittany Page, oh, are you going to use your father's moves? And she goes, oh, of course. It's in my blood. It's in my blood. I have to do it. And it's like, you, you, you don't. You don't. I'm not, like, counting her out because I'm sure she's athletic because her father's doing the, doing the, like, the, the hottest thing in professional wrestling mm-hmm. with the DDP yoga. So I'm uh, sure she's in somewhat, like, shape. I, I've never seen her in the ring, so... Yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. Uh, that's the same exact thing with Piper's daughter, and I'm... Yeah. I have no idea about Jean-Claude but, Van Damme's daughter. But I have no interest. Right. But on the same page of having, having no interest, I'm not interested in this Survivor Series mean event that the WWE announced, Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. I have no interest. Do you have interest? No. It's like, that's... If if I was there, yes, I'd have interest. No, yeah, no, that, that's completely hundred percent true. You would not have interest. No, hundred percent true. I Dude, say it all the time. No, no, mind. What? You would be bored. No, I told I would... you this already. I've said this on the show. Like, if I'm going to be there live to see something like that, yeah, that's fine. I'll I'll be there to watch it. Like when I when they announced the October, the October thing last year at the Garden, live at MSG for the network. And they were like, oh, Brock Lesnar's wrestling Big Show. I was like, yeah, okay, that's yeah, fine. I'll, I'll see it live. That'd be cool. Even though it was not what I expected. But if I was at home watching that, and it wasn't at Madison Square Garden, I'd be like, why am I watching this? I don't need to see this. Like Beast in the East? That was a complete waste. That was an yeah. absolute waste. You, you named the whole event after Brock Lesnar, and he wasn't, A, he wasn't even the main event, and B, he squashed Kofi Kingston like right away. Yeah, what is that supposed to do? That, that was that, I mean, such a wasted. Stupid. That was such a wasted thing. Wasted. Which means which this even but more it, so it made them money. 
Is this even, like, is this going to be it? What's, what do you mean? Like, is Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg 2 at, at Survivor Series going to be the last time we ever see it? Or is it going to be like, oh, Hope guess so. what? WrestleMania 33. We yeah. have Brock Lesnar's 1 or Goldberg's 1-1. One, one. Brock Lesnar's 1-1. One, one. We got to settle the score. No. No, you don't. You don't they don't need this. I know. Uh, but something that they do need, new WWE Performance Center recruits were announced. Uh, they are the following, some of them. Alvin Abitz, uh, he's an Army veteran with a rugby and kickboxing background. Yeah. Theo, uh, Theo Ab- Agby, Theo Agby, NCWA uh, All-American Do you know what team. NCWA is? National Championship Wrestling Alliance. Is that what it is? Probably. Did you make uh, that team? <laughs> huh? I said, did you make that team? No. I don't know. I don't know which. I what made an, all, a collegiate uh, team. 2013-2015, uh, Crazy Mary Dobson. Demetrius Bronson, who was a, a running back for Seattle Seahawks, Miami Dolphins. Tommy Ed. Uh, Tainari Melo de Carvalho. Victoria Gonzalez, the daughter of Ricky Gonzalez, who ran the Texas Wrestling Comedy with HBK. Roddy, Roddy Strong and Big Damo. Roderick Strong, that is. Yeah. Uh, and Big Damo. Um, yeah, the big names, though. Roderick Strong, Big Damo, Tommy Ed, and Crazy Mary Dobson. Which the three of the four were announced last week as new signees. And, well, I guess four out of those. All of that. Yeah, I mean, I we spoke about Strong, but we didn't. You know, there was no nothing said about him being part of this class. Right. Yeah. But uh, speaking of class, does TNA have any more class? Dixie, <laughs> like, you want to tell us? Is there anything left? Because Billy Corgan is claiming now that the next set of Impact tapings have been postponed due to the lack of funding. So, and then they postponed, um, what was it called? The final deletion? Yeah, the final deletion that was, they were a, supposed to like months? fly everyone to the Hardy compound for it. But they, they postponed it a few months. Dude, honestly, if I was like, like if there's going to be outside teams that are involved. Yeah, that'd be interesting, but. I was going to say that if there were going to be outside teams that were involved, I would just fly myself there. Like, I'm sure they have tons of miles that they could just use. And then they could just shoot it. I don't know if they have, like... I'm sure JB could get the camera equipment and, and film it. Maybe. Because that thing is going to be huge if it's going to if it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. That would be probably the biggest thing that Impact's ever done. Yeah, I don't know. That first final deletion was pretty huge. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you, you have that. Then you add in tag teams that are like people obviously are tuning in people want to see the bucks i young. you know what i wouldn't put my money on it though i feel like it's too risky and the uh the place that they are right now in with money wise i feel like you can't i feel like it's a gamble who are the bucks of youth yeah i feel like it's a gamble well even if they don't show up it's like people want to see the day of new yeah if that if that's what he was gonna going by and like i don't expect them to show up but it's pro yeah. wrestling, so you can never say never. That's a thing. So, but yeah, so that is our outside the news. Now let's get on to some indie results. House of Glory Unbreakable took place in New York uh, on the twenty first. 
And then the voice memorial battle royal took place with the winner, Leroy Green. Yeah. Um, good Hank Flanders defeated All-Star Lou. Uh, Sonya Strong defeated Heidi Lovelace. Vander James picked up the victory over Trevor Lee. Uh, you had the House of Glory tag team title. Uh, you had two matches, number one contendership on the line. Uh, EYFBO defeating Two Click, and then Private Party defeating the New York Wrestling Crew. It's, it's rest, Wrecking Crew, bro. Oh, Wrecking Crew, sorry. And the House of Glory Crown Jewel Championship was on the line. Champion Ken Broadway successfully retained that title against Zack Sabre Jr., who I'm definitely going to just keep calling Sabre Jr., yeah, and then in the main event, Cody Rhodes. Unless, unless he, like, finds out that I'm calling him Sabre Jr. and doesn't like it and then corrects and me on Twitter. Like, yeah. Uh, but Cody Rhodes picked a victory over Matt Riddle. So, uh, very cool. Yeah. I'm sure that was an awesome event. Yeah. Taking place on the 22nd of October, the ECWA 3rd Annual Super 8 Chick Fight Tournament in Woodbury Heights, New Jersey. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo defeated Karen Q in the finals. Uh, she also defeated Kiara Hogan and Tasha Steeles to advance to that final spot. Yeah, so very cool stuff there. Um, also on the 22nd, you had the GCW Trent Acid Cup 2016 at the, uh, wait, at the arena? Yeah, at the ECW arena. Yeah, in Philly, PA. Um, first round four-way match. Uh, Pinky Sanchez defeated Drew Blood, Matt McIntosh, and Steve Scott. Uh, in the also the first round four way match, you had the Laredo Kid defeat DJ Z. You're not gonna do it? No, of course. Why would you do it? <laughs> he defeated DJ Z, Ken Broadway, and Smiley. Yeah, you also had B Boy defeating uh, Arcadia, Grim Reefer, and the Human Tornado. Yeah, and then in the final four-way match for the first round, Joey Janela picked up the victory over Teddy Hart, the Indigo Child, and Travis Gordon. Yeah, you also had the GCW tag team titles on the line. Private Party picking up the victory over the Hit Squad, the champions, Blackout, and the Nation of Intoxication. So new tag team champions there. Yeah. In the semifinal match for the Trent Acid Cup in 2016, Pinky Sanchez defeated the Laredo Kid. Yeah, then Joey Janela defeated B-Boy. Yeah. Uh, the Global... Not Global. The GCW Heavyweight Championship was on the line. Champion Kyle the Beast retained the title, defeating Masada. Yeah, then in the finals of the Trent Acid uh, uh, Tournament... Joey Janela picking up the victory over Pinky Sanchez. Congratulations to Joey Janela. Definitely uh, breaking out the past, the past over the past year. Totally breaking out. Yeah, uh, Joey Janela. Some upcoming indie uh, wrestling taking place on the fourth of November. Shine thirty eight in Arbor City, Florida. Soraya Knight taking on Sue Young. And in an anything goes match, we have Andrea taking on Mercedes Martinez. You got a number one contendership for the Shine title on the line. Allison Kay taking on Lufisto. Could also be Andrea or Andrea. I don't. I think it's Andrea. Andrea, yeah. I just don't know. Uh, <laughs> and then the Shine championship will be on the line. Eva Lise will be defending her title against Vanessa Craven. Yeah, so go check them out. 
Also on the fifth, Ace Crossroads 12 taking place in Wallington, New Jersey. Chance of a lifetime. Of a lifetime. Chance of Chance a lifetime. Of a lifetime battle a lifetime battle royal. Winners will receive Winners. an Ace Tag Team Championship opportunity later that night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was at Disney right now. Because <laughs> it just reminds me of the Carousel of Progress. Like, it's the turn of the century, and we're here going to our 4th of July party. <laughs> Chance of a lifetime battle raw. You're also going to be seeing the King of New York, E.C. Negro, taking on the Brooklyn outlaw, Mike Donovan, in the Battle of New York. Yeah, and then you have a stockade taking on Vince Steele. In a dog collar match, you have Anthony FNB Ramirez taking on Jamal Jackson. You also have Fight for Flight Championship on the line. Jesse Vane defending his championship against Sonny Kiss and Sebastian Cage. The Ace Tag Team Championships will be on the line as the champions American Powerhouse will be defending their titles against the winners of that tag team uh, chance of a lifetime battle royal. Yeah, Diamond Division Championship on the line. Ricky Reyes taking on Anthony Gangan. And the Ace Heavyweight Championship will be defended. Champion TJ Marconi will be defending that title against Dan Moff, Mario Bocra, and Crowbar. Nice. So definitely check that event out in Wallington, New Jersey on the 5th of November. Yeah. Uh, let's take a break right now, and then we'll jump into some sports entertainment. Take it away. Yeah, this is Shock Illusionist Dan Sperry, and you're listening to Markin' Out. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Markin' Out, episode 299. This is um, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Let's kick it off with the sports entertainment uh, Monday Night Raw. Nitro. Yeah, okay. So Chris Jericho opened the show looking for The List, uh, which Kevin Owens then came out and said he didn't have it. But uh, they'll definitely he'll definitely help Chris Jericho look for it after they win their match against Seth Rollins in the main event, which Jericho said he's not wrestling again until he finds The List. Um, and Stephanie McMahon came out, said that she'll do everything in her powers to help him find the list. Then Seth Rollins came out with the list and didn't give it to Chris Jericho, but all throughout the night, Chris Jericho went looking for the list, finally found the list inside of Braun Strowman's hands. Weird segment. Uh, Strowman was like, you have to say please. And Jericho goes, please, can I have the list? And he gives it to him and then he goes, you just made the list and puts Braun Strowman on the list for having the list. But uh, yeah, so that was a Monday Night Raw opening. Yeah. Throughout the night as well. But uh, first, first thing that we had, first cut of wrestling that we had uh, beforehand, Enzo and Cass were out there cutting a promo, which the microphone stopped working and the club came out. And Gallows was like, luckily we got a good brother working in the production truck. He was able to cut off the microphone. And, uh, yeah, so then Enzo used the microphone on his hand. And everyone in the arena w- went along with their, their catchphrase and everything and did the opening, which was fantastic. I thought that was I awesome. I actually did see that. 
You didn't see it? Dude, it was, check that. Yeah, it was awesome. They had yeah, the, somehow they cut that out of the clips I was watching. Yeah, that was awesome because like everyone in the arena was doing the. My name is Enzo Amore. That's pretty cool. What did you think about the end of this match with Cass uh, putting giving an assist for Enzo to pick up the victory? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't understand that. Where yeah, Cass randomly like I, he randomly got on the apron, which caused the referee to not see. Carl Anderson's pin on Enzo, which then, in turn, Enzo, uh, Enzo, not Enzo, Cass yeah. got off the apron, mm-hmm. told the referee, Gallows is up there, too. Referee turns around to deal with Gallows, and boom, big boot to yeah. Anderson. I don't, I don't get that. I mean, I, I'm okay with it. I, I kind of like it. It's them using, like, some dirty tactics, but I'm okay with it. But I kind of – when I was watching it, I was curious as to whether or not you liked it because I know you're kind of more uh, firm on the stance with, like, using cheap tactics and – Yeah, but sometimes, like, sometimes – sometimes I think it works and sometimes it just doesn't in this you case. You don't think it works with this? I just – I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. I, I didn't – I was a fan of it uh, just because it was a fun ending plus – it, it it's okay. The fans loved it. I was cool with it. I guess maybe in the sense that like the club are dirty, so mm-hmm. like Enzo and Cass are also gonna get dirty. I mean, why not? Yeah. Well, next up you had Cesaro and Sheamus pick up the victory over New Day. Um, Xavier Woods Woods at ringside uh, taking titles not on the line. Um, awesome spot of the match was where E threw Biggie threw Kofi over the top rope right into a unintentional European uppercut from Cesaro. Yeah, which then allowed for Sheamus to run around the whole ring, get in the ring, just in time for Biggie to turn around and hit a broad kick for the victory. Yeah, uh, Sheamus and Cesaro really work starting to work together. Uh, not really friends yeah. yet. They even tagged in and out, so that was that was something else that we haven't yeah. seen yet before. But so, uh, up next, uh, can we skip? Uh, so, like, mention it really quickly. Less than a minute. It's five thirty. Go. I don't even think I could do that. But Dana Brooke and Bailey were going to have a match, and just as they were going to have a match, just as it was going to start, Dana Brooke grabbed the microphone and she goes, "It's an arm wrestling match." And then Dana beat her because Bailey was using her her arm, bad shoulder. And Dana was like, oh, here, you could use this arm. Use your other arm. I'll do this, blah, blah, blah. So she goes to use the other arm. Referee uh, starts the arm wrestling contest. And just as Bailey was about to defeat Dana Brooke in an arm wrestling contest, boom. Dana yep, Brooke, it is 531. That is all the time we have to speak about that match. Dana Brooke nails her in the face with an elbow. No, no, I'm I'm serious. Moving on now. But Bo yeah, Dallas Bailey hit a Bailey is Curtis Axel. But no, we no, can't. You only no, have no, a minute. no, no, I no, I need to say it because that segment got boring chance and it got this is stupid chance. It was awful. Never in in 2016 would you have ever assumed that something that was that Bailey was a part of would have gotten boring and this is stupid chance. You know what? Thumbs up, WWE. There was a time where you thought that Bailey couldn't do anything wrong until she went up to the main stage. But she's now not, she's not doing they, anything wrong. Now that they, she's the way not that the one they, doing I mean, it wrong. No, the way that they've been using her is wrong. Right. The way that they've been misusing her. And, I mean, I, I appreciate the fact that you're putting her with Dana to have a little side feud. 
because of Dana's relationship with Charlotte to but keep that, Bailey in the that relationship is null and void. Where the hell has she been together with her? Nowhere. Yeah. So really where's Nia Jax been? Nowhere. Where's Alicia exactly. Fox been? Nowhere. I think it would have been more helpful and useful to put Bailey in a feud against Nia Jax as opposed to against Dana Brooke. Because this is awful. This is how you're going to really send Dana, Dana down back to NXT. And Bailey is going to have to work I don't even harder think the, to... Do people uh, get sent back down to NXT even? I mean, not... The I one mean, time the, I actually remember... Ryder, Curtis I was going to say, the only times I remember it happening were with like Ryder, kid. Hawkins... TJ, kid. Yeah, kid, Axel. But, which now speaking of Curtis Axel... He cut a whole promo about his roots being in uh, Minnesota and everything, and his father, his grandfather, of course, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig, and Larry the Axe Hennig, and uh, had a match with Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas defeated Curtis Axel, which I don't like that Bo Dallas kicked out of the Perfect Plex. Yeah. Um, but I'm enjoying their mini feud. I think the, uh, the bigger thing from this was the fact that fans were getting pro Curtis Axel signs taken away from them during the segment. Yeah, that's the that's the rumor. I thought that this was the the treatment of Axel with this is just awful. But that's hometown things. That's that's like that's an always a thing. That's always I know. But it's I very mean, rare that oh, it's I, very rare that they'll put a mid Carter over when it's their hometown it seems. Yeah, well, but it I It took them a while to do that for Ryder. Yeah. But I want to see this uh maybe it can elevate both of their careers somehow. I mean, yeah, I guess we'll find out. I just, I, I think uh, that's absolutely absurd that fans are getting signs taken away from them. No, you can't, you can't, I, I, at this point, in I think that more signs need to be had at events, not yeah, less. But in 2016, I don't think you could tell somebody who to cheer for. And, um, uh, which we'll definitely speak about in like five segments or whatever. Golden Truth with Mark Henry picked up the victory over Shining Stars with Titus O'Neil. This, I just uh, wanted to, I wanted to cry, I wanted to laugh. I wanted to throw I, up. I have, I have nothing to say about this. Dude, He first of all, Titus O'Neil pulls the middle rope down, which causes R-Truth to fall outside of the ring. Fine with that. Mark Henry then gets in the face of Titus O'Neil, who then pushes Titus O'Neil back. Titus O'Neil sent Titus O'Neil flying and then magically up onto the ring apron where Titus O'Neil grabs the rope and then knocks Primo off the top rope. I don't know where they came up with that spot where Titus O'Neil was going to get pushed back and then magically hops up on the, the apron. That looked terrible. That was terrible. That was I awful. agree. It was stupid. I, that's like, uh, I, I can't watch wrestling with people because who don't like wrestling because then they see that and they're like, why are we watching this? That's stupid. And I'm like, bro, I'm telling you, that's, that doesn't normally happen. I but know. In this case, it happened. It happened twice oh. tonight so far. Something else that happened was Foley came out with Sasha Banks and Charlotte. Uh, yeah. It was a contract signing yeah. for the Women's Championship for Hell in a Cell. But I think the whole thing, it just didn't, it just wasn't, it's just not good. This wasn't good. The whole thing was basically about how Mick Foley's life was changed inside the Hell in a Cell matches. And, and like, it's as, as if, if he's we not, haven't heard it many times. But even still, he's not. It's not. Whoever's writing this, if he's coming with coming up with this off the top of his head, 
They're not realizing that Sasha Banks and Charlotte are not ever going to be doing the same thing that Mick Foley, Mankind, Cactus Jack did inside the Hell in a Cell. There's no way in hell any of them are climbing up on the top of the Hell in a Cell. There's no way that they're going through the Hell in a Cell. There's no way they're going through the Hell in a Cell through the ring mat. There's no way they're going to be thrown off the cage. There's no way they're going to be yanked off the cage while they're climbing and, and, and go, going through a, a commentary table. These, it's just, these things are not going to happen. Those things are not factors. I it's agree. Like, yeah, it's stupid. The one person's life who ultimately really did change from a Hell in a Cell match, Tim White, actually got injured inside of a Hell in a Cell match. But this is it's not, it's not going to happen. What happened? He got knocked off the ring apron and that ended his career. No way, really? Yeah. I don't remember. In in Brock Lesnar and Undertaker. I love hearing him tell stories about Andre. Yeah, That's and it's cool. It's also story. cool that like sometimes when you go to a signing, I've never seen it, but like sometimes you go to a signing and he's there as a representative for WWE and people just like don't even realize that it's Tim White. I, yeah. I think that's the coolest thing. It's like, I want to go there and be like, hey, Tim White, can I get a picture and an autograph? That's, I think you're like, he was one of my favorite referees. But, yeah, I, I agree. He's this, a legend. This this segment that didn't do its job. Its job. I think the best part of it was the ending where um, Charlotte was like, "I'll see you in Boston," and then Sasha goes, "Well, I'll see you in hell." I think that was the most powerful things of the the whole. However long that segment was, that did not do what it should have done. Yeah. So, I'm just like that. I that was. That was a poor thing. Yeah. But uh, lifting my spirits from all of that was Rich Swan taking on and defeating Brian Kendrick, although I thought it was surprising. I, I would have assumed that maybe they would have wanted Brian Kendrick to win it and maybe show like he can be a contender for the Cruiserweight Championship, not have like weakness before the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. But maybe he'll be the one winning it on Sunday. I don't know. Maybe. Because, like, that's what usually kind of happens sometimes. Yeah. Where, like, they try to build somebody up, but I don't know. But I do like how Rich Swan slipped out of the captain's hook, like, instantly and quickly rolled Kendrick up for a, a pin, which Brian Kendrick, the gods of wrestling, Brian Kendrick <clears throat> tries to escape out of the pin, out of the quick roll-up. As opposed to just laying there looking like an idiot, like, oh, I can't get out of this. Mm-hmm. Which I rant so many times about with Titus O'Neil and other people. But so Brian Kendrick, thank God he's in WWE right now. Yeah. So. But it was a good match. I was a fan. I enjoyed it. Uh, TJP was on commentary. I like that was a Tiger Bomb that he did during the match, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like the Tiger Bomb and stuff like that. Good match. But that's also TJ Perkins being on commentary. That should have been the first thing that ever happened mm-hmm. on Monday Night Raw yeah. with the Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah. But that did not happen. Well, talking uh, about something that's happening, that's... Uh, Braun Strowman, uh, he was supposed to have a match against Sami Zayn, but that ended up becoming not happening. Yeah. Um He's, he, wanted, yeah. he wants real competition. He doesn't see real competition with Sami Zayn. Yeah, um, he wants an actual competitor. But Sami Zayn did hit him from behind and then slapped him. 
and then rolled out of the ring so Strowman could chase him, but uh, he was getting the better of Strowman, and then Strowman eventually caught him. Come on, Sammy, how are you going to dive out onto Strowman? Like he's, yeah, you, do, you don't want to do that. He's a strong man. Yeah, so Strowman eventually caught Zayn and then attacked him, but got to give Zayn credit because he got up and continued, like, I want this. And Strowman just walked off. That was so, a nasty throw, too, where he threw him right into the barricade. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you go back hurt. and listen to that, that was like a loud, that was a loud smack, too. Yeah, that looked like it hurt. Yeah. So, are you going to buy this New Day Budio's ugly holiday t shirt? The, the Halloween t shirt. No, no, no. They have uh, Christmas t shirts now. T shirts or sweaters? Oh, sweatshirts. Yeah, I'm Sorry. not buying any of those sweatshirts. Yeah, they're all forty dollars. Well, I mean, that's how much a sweatshirt is. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like for an ugly sweater, or that you're gonna be wear a sweatshirt that you're gonna be wearing once, <laughs> it's not worth it for forty. I, I've, I think mine, the ones that I've gotten were like thirty, thirty-five, ish, mm -hmm. and I, I do. I mean, I wore them one year to a party and then another year to a party. And then, like, here and there, if I get cold, I'll wear them. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm not going outside of my house wearing uh, a Ninja Turtle Christmas sweatshirt, sweater, ugly Christmas sweater thing. Yeah. I have not yet gone outside of my house wearing the uh, Audrey 2 one from Little Shop of Horrors that says, feed me. Uh, <laughs> however, I, I might in the future. I'll, I'll, I'll say never say never with that one. Never say never. I am going, yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I would wear that outside. Mm -hmm. There's got to be some, somebody when you walk around the mall being like, oh my God, I like Little Shop of Horrors, that's cool, that's a cool sweatshirt, where'd you get it? Like, Brandon, you Brandon's it. just wishing for that day to happen. <laughs> I made it. Like, oh my God, you made this, that's so cool. Which Yeah, oh, t-shirts, tank tops are only $7. Yeah, well, they had regular t-shirts on sale for $15 yesterday, which I was going to do. But uh, then it just came up. It was like going to be thirty dollars, and then magically bumped up to like forty five something with shipping and tax and everything. I was like, I'm not spending that. I don't need to do. Are that. Are you going to order t-shirts or no? Nah, I don't need. It's twenty five percent off oh, today. Let me know because I'll if you do, I'll buy one of these muscle t-shirts. They have mediums in stock. Oh, they have mediums. Red you know Hearts. Oh yeah, they have a new day. Uh, tank top and then a Nakamura. I would buy the Nakamura tank top. Yeah. Well. So let me know if you want to order anything. Yeah, no, I'm not. Anybody gonna... listening to this podcast that <laughs> realizes that I could get sidetracked very easily. Let me know if you want to order anything. Mm. Uh, if you're a listener, or if you want, I could ch I could uh, tweet you our uh, wish list that we have created for all of our birthdays and uh, the holidays and stuff like that. Feel free to buy us anything. Yeah, I mean, if you guys want to buy us a microphone, <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be pretty cool. AKA buy Brandon a microphone. I've been so close to buying a microphone so many times, and the price just keeps going up and up, and I'm like, oh, you stupid idiot. <laughs> I look at, at one point, it was like it was like ninety eight dollars, and now it's at like one, like one forty or something. Mm -hmm. I just need to wait till I get an Amazon gift card somewhere down the line. And then get the microphone. Yeah. But uh, speaking of things that sidetracks and not goodness, 
Paul Heyman's promo uh, about Goldberg. Uh, more, you had more fans. I, I mean, come on, you're in Minnesota. What was that? You had more fans chanting for Brock Lesnar than they were chanting for Goldberg, which was clearly something Paul Heyman was trying to get fans not to do. Paul Heyman's cutting his promo. He was like, Goldberg, Goldberg. And people are just like, Lesnar or Suplex City. Yeah, he couldn't get anybody uh, to oppose yeah. him. There was nobody changing their minds on that. But uh, that's just that, that. I mean, Paul Heyman even tweeted about it himself, being like, that was awful. I mean, there's really not much he can do about that. I mean, they cre- I mean, you can't get Lesnar more over than Goldberg. No, you can't get can't get Goldberg more over than. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yes, uh, sorry, that's what I mean. Which it's crazy. That's like because like if you go back to two thousand four, like that was it's completely reversed. Everyone was for Goldberg. Yeah. Nobody, everyone hated Brock Lesnar then. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're leaving? Screw you. Goldberg yeah. was leaving too, but it wasn't the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. I guess they see through Brock Lesnar. Now I just, I don't understand it. Maybe that was just the instance of them being in Minnesota. Yeah. So, but like I said before, if, if I was going to see Goldberg versus Lesnar live, I'd be all for it. But if I, I don't need to sit sit in my house and watch that. No, I, I don't care. Because Lesnar's boring. I can't say Goldberg's boring since he hasn't been here in 12 years. But since Brock Lesnar's return, it's been nothing but boring. I, I, I anticipate being bored. Mm-hmm. I anticipate being bored by it. Especially if they have as slow as a match as they did at WrestleMania yeah. 20. I mean, who knows how much ring rust... Goldberg has. I don't think he has any. I guarantee you he doesn't have any. I'm going to stick with not. that guarantee. There's no way he does. I'm telling you that right I now. I guess that's good thing that they brought back Hawkins to train him. <laughs> that's why they were like, they're like, oh, crap. Who do who we know that can train him? They're like, uh, I mean, well, Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins did it for The Rock. <laughs> and look at The Rock. He's 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 the people's champ. He's he was, doing he was good. Able, he was able to have a match with Eric Rowan for eight seconds at yeah, WrestleMania. Let's, let's, uh, and that was the highest paid actor. <laughs> thanks, thanks to Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. They're like, yeah, we're gonna bring you back. Uh, you're gonna have this whole thing. You're not. You're not gonna wrestle. You're gonna say that you're gonna wrestle, but you're not gonna wrestle. You're gonna just go on and on about facts. But, but we just really bring you back, so this way you can train Goldberg. But you do get to come to this secret dungeon and train Goldberg. Yeah. So now we just have to wait for the tweet that Goldberg puts out thanking Kurt Hawkins after the match. <laughs> or, or that's not even going to come. And years later, you'll find out that it was Curtis Axel that trained, the only Curtis Axel that trained yeah. Goldberg to get him back into ring shape. Yeah. But uh, the main event took place. Seth Rollins defeated Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. And I have to say, I like this match. Uh, I guess more so than Jericho versus Rollins, maybe because Kevin Owens was involved here. But I like the whole, it was like a cat and mouse type of yeah mentality chase where mm-hmm. Jericho and Kevin Owens tried to avoid Seth Rollins at all costs by rolling out of the ring at the start of the match over and over again. Finally, that caught up to them, though. But uh, I like the ending a lot, too. Where, yeah. where Jericho and Kevin Owens were going to hit a superplex on Seth Rollins. 
and Rollins dropped down, powerbombed both of them at the same exact time, pinned both of them at the same exact time, got the one, two, three, and picked up the victory, and uh, which left Jericho and Kevin Owens, like, astonished. They were like, what? How the hell did that happen? And then it happened. It happened. Yeah. So I, I was a it, fan of that ending. All, I'm a, I was a big fan of it, too. Um, I thought it was fun. But I don't like how Monday Night Raw ended because after that match happened, Jericho and Kevin Owens attacked Seth Rollins, and they walked off, Then, which Jericho completely left. But Rollins and Kevin Owens ended up fighting over and over again, and yeah, Monday I Night Raw ended with Kevin Owens hitting an apron powerbomb on Seth Rollins, which like basically put a huge halt. I said that really weird. A halt on Sami Zayn's career. Yeah, I would have liked if Jericho was a little bit involved with that end, but. I'm all right with it. But you're going to tell me this powerbomb, like the apron powerbomb, Seth Rollins is going to like magically be fine for Hell in a Cell now? Yeah. Does that mean Seth Rollins is going to defeat Kevin Owens on Sunday? I don't uh, want to see that. Yeah, I, I don't know. Seth Rollins. I hope not. But let's get on to some SmackDown. SmackDown. Which uh, opened up with... Dean Ambrose talking to somebody backstage about reckless driving, and then James Ellsworth came into the picture to thank Ambrose for everything that he's done for him recently, and asked if he could be in his corner to like repay the favor. And uh, Ambrose was like, "No, I'm good. I have two fists. I could do it myself, bro." Which sounds using really weird. Two, using okay. the two fists from that he used last week in his promo. Yeah, but. First first match that took place was Bray Wyatt taking on Kane. Bray Wyatt won. In an ODQ match. Yeah, right. Right, right, right. Yeah, it was... A random random no DQ match, by the way. Yeah, random no DQ match. The finish uh, just is random. First of all, Bray Wyatt picked up the victory. Second of all, before we hit the finish, mid-match, lights go out. Justice Kane was about to choke slam Bray Wyatt on through the uh, commentary commentary table. Lights come back on. Luke Harper's on the table. Kicks Kane. They they start attacking Kane and whatever. And then it happened. Luke Harper gets in the ring. They both they were both knocked down. Bray Wyatt was knocked down. Kane was knocked down. Harper gets in the ring. All of a sudden, Randy Orton's music plays. Orton and Harper stare at each other. Harper backs down, gets out of the ring. Kane sets up for the choke slam. Orton sets up for the RKO. Bray Wyatt gets up. RKO. On Kane. So... And then Bray Wyatt picked up the victory. Yeah. But uh, Randy Orton later on was being interviewed about it and he said, if you can't Beat him, join him. So I'm going to say that I, this is... I what, what is going on? What is going on? What is going on? I do not get this. Like, there's no way Randy Orton's the leader or anything to do with the Wyatt family. He's not joining the Wyatt family. No way am I buying that at all. I don't like this. I think it's stupid. I agree. It's stupid. It makes no sense. Get me away from it, please. Yeah. But 
Um, up next, you ended up having a, uh, you had Bliss. Becky and Lynch's Lynch. return yeah. to television, which she was about to be interviewed by Renee Young, only to be cut off by Alexa Bliss, who I thought cut a really good promo here. And, uh, yeah, she attacked, she went to attack Becky, and Becky, like, blocked it, but then eventually got hit with the DDT. Yeah. But, uh, and then she sprayed a yellow stripe down Becky Lynch's back, which I guess is apparently how an old person would say that that person's a coward. Yeah, I didn't understand that. Yeah. Is that legit? Yeah, I looked up yellow. Yeah, I looked up yellow stripe down (laughs) back, and that's what came up. It it Uh said, and then somebody somebody said, like the only reason why I know that it's this is because I've I'm sixty something or something like that. So I guess it's something older people would have said. Which I I I don't understand how. Well, like first of all, I don't understand how Alexa Bliss would know it. But it would make sense because I'm assuming somebody writing old, uh, SmackDown as old as, as anything. Yeah. So Vince McMahon's like, you know what would be a great idea? If only if she, she typed in... Paints, uh... If she spray paints a yellow line down her back to signify that she's a coward. Like, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a young thing that's like... Maybe we're know. in that generation where it was like it skipped the generation where like now those Viners and everything who can't Vine anymore because Vine's closing or whatever. Yeah, no more Vines. Maybe they were... Like, they heard it, like, in an old movie or something, and they're like, oh, we're going to spray paint yellow lines everywhere and do this. Mm-hmm. We're going to make it fleek and, and well, lit. But I, I Yeah, that's, about that. Because yeah, I, yeah. I did not know that was the reference until I Googled it. I had to Google it. I was I like, I was like this it. makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> and commentary yeah. is trying to explain it to me. I was like, what is, like, are they making that up? And I Googled it, and sure as anything, it's that. I was I was like what I'm so confused. Yeah, something I was not a fan of was this next match. No, sorry, I was a fan of this. It's the match after that. <laughs> Hypro is picked up the victory over the Ascension with the Hype Rider. Anything yeah. to say about that? Yeah, the Hype Hype Bros are now on the team. Uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Survivor Series team. Um, yeah. Quick match and um, Mojo wrestled in Zubas. Mm-hmm. And he was rocking Green Bay Packer colors since he was on the Packers at one point. Yeah, so, but very happy to see Hype Bros pick up the victory. Now, this next match is one that I wasn't a fan of. Nikki picking up a victory over Natalia. It to would, become the captain of the SmackDown Survivor Series team. Like, what is this? Get her away from my TV. I don't know the, what re, you're... The, fa- the facial reactions of Natalia during that submission were awful. Which one? Awful. Like, when she was in the, the not bully choke. The or... SCF, you mean, bro? Huh? The SCF, bro? Was it? <laughs> yeah, it was an STF. I didn't see her where her lower body was. I thought that she switched into the uh, a, a bully choke. But it was a modified. I, That's what like the, whatever move you would call. I was it the Romero special maybe that Natalia was doing. Mm-hmm. I always get confused with that whatever move that's called. But Nikki Bella rolled out of it and locked in an STF. But. Which commentary is like, oh my god, she's been studying with John Cena. Her boyfriend, John Cena, has been helping her out. This is incredible, blah, blah, blah. But like, luckily and thankfully, that wasn't the same STF that John Cena would have been using or does use. Mm -hmm. 
So, like, I don't like the fact that she was using the same move that John Cena would be using, but yeah. I'm happy that it was not the exact same hold, I guess you would say. Because mm-hmm. she locked in her foot also into that STF. She, like, she locked, she hooked her foot. Yeah. Into that. So I like that. And she said that she got it from uh, Shayna Baszler taught it to her. Yeah. So at least it's not the same exact one that John Cena does. I'm fine <laughs> with that. And uh, afterwards, Carmella came out and attacked Nikki. Hit her with the, the Bella Buster again. Yeah. So it should be interesting. Not really. <laughs> Up next, what I find interesting, you might not, but Miz and Maurice were in the ring with the Spirit Squad. Can I just hear you say Kenny? Kenny! Can you, do you know it all in order or no? No. Kenny, Johnny, Mitch, Nikki, Mikey. Kenny, Johnny, Nikki. No, it's Kenny, Johnny, Mitch, Nikki, Mikey. And we yeah. are... This spirit squad, down, 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 down. Yeah, so <laughs> they were in the ring. Ziggler cut Miz off and said if Miz wants a rematch, you could have it right there, right then. Miz said no. Then he and the spirit squad went to go outside of the ring to attack Dolph Ziggler. But Rhino and Heath Slater came out to back him up. Miz challenged Heath Slater and Rhino on behalf of... Uh, Spirit Squad for the Tag Team Championships right then and there, which uh, Rhino accepted on behalf of them. Yeah. Which I thought there was going to be a crossover with Monday Night Raw for a second when Heath Slater brought up buying stuff in Puerto Rico. I was like, oh my god, he bought a timeshare, but it didn't happen. I got excited mm-hmm. for a second because I like crossovers, but it didn't happen. And... Yeah. uh and then uh, Slater and Rhino went on to defeat the Spirit Squad with uh, Miz and Ziggler, both on commentary, which they argued the whole time. I thought it was entertaining. Um, and then Kenny, I thought I thought it was good. Kenny pretended to hurt his knee so Mikey can hit Rhino behind the referee's back, but that didn't do anything for the match. Like, Well, I mean, it did something for the match. It just didn't do anything for them to win the match. But... Uh, then Miz and Ziggler got in each other's faces and Slater knocked Kenny off of the ring apron onto the Miz and then Rhino Gordon Mikey to win. Yeah. So I'm enjoying this run. Uh, main event of the evening, AJ Styles picked up the victory over Dean Ambrose. Uh, Ellsworth was the at ringside. Yeah, right before yeah. the match started, James Ellsworth begged Dean Ambrose to let him be in his corner. For the main event, and Ambrose was like, whatever, fine, you could do it. So, yeah, but uh, this entire match, it was a good match, but then right at the end... So, well, first he, of all, Styles kept going after James Ellsworth. Ellsworth. He knocked him down, Styles drop-kicked him really <laughs> hard, by the way. What? Well, what looked really hard, at least. Yeah, it looked like a really stiff uh, kick. Yeah, so, like, from the, from the ring to the outside... Hit James Ellsworth with that. And uh, Ellsworth, there came a point where AJ was outside. Ambrose dropped AJ outside the ring. And when he got up, Ellsworth was just like like hulking up, I guess you would say, in the sense of professional wrestling. And AJ gets up, boom. What commentary called no chin music. Sweet chin music. And uh, he realized what he did. 
And Ambrose pleaded with the referee, like, no, no, he didn't mean it. Come on, don't do that. Ref obviously had a call for the bell. Yeah. And uh, it was it's good, I guess. But I think the, the worst part of that whole ending, the whole match, was when Ellsworth was crying uh, outside the ring. And, like, you could see him spit on his fingers and the spit, like, just drips down his arm. It's disgusting. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Like, to make tears and everything, so. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so that was, I thought that was an entertaining SmackDown. Way better than I thought what was the episode of Monday Night Raw, at least. So, uh, yeah. But yeah. moving on to NXT. Yeah, the Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes Classic uh, took place. Well, some of the first-round matches. First round match, you had Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano pick up the victory over Ho-Ho Lun and Tian Ming. Yeah. Uh, Leah defeated Billy Kay, which uh, Peyton Royce tried to get involved, but Liv Morgan stopped it. Um, but they all brawled afterwards, and Billy Kay and Peyton Royce got the upper hand. Yeah, Ty Dillinger defeated Noah Potes. Uh, Bobby Roode attacked Dillinger after the match uh, from behind. During uh, an interview. Yeah, so that is going to be a match at TakeOver Toronto. Yep. And uh, after that, Asuka picked up the victory over Thea Trinidad, someone we have not seen in WWE for quite some time. Yeah, last time we saw her, she was... uh, A Rosebud, I believe. Yeah, Rosebud. Yeah, she was a Rosebud. So, I mean, I'm a fan of her in-ring style. I would like to see WWE maybe sign her or whatnot. We've been saying that for quite some time. Mm-hmm. So, it was cool to see her on NXT. Yeah. And then in the f- final match of the evening, <laughs> the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic first round match of TJ Perkins filling in for Hideo Itami, teaming up with Kota Ibushi to take on and defeat Mustafa Ali and Lindsay Dorado. That <clears throat> uh, was a good match, and I think I, think I like TJ Perkins more when he's not on Raw. Like, like this, I had no problem with him, his in-ring style and stuff. Yeah. I thought it was, I just think it's way more entertaining elsewhere. Did you? Nah. Nah. But it was a good match, and I was, I guess, well, should I say surprised, given that Mustafa Ali was in that match? Why? Well, I was going to say surprised with Ibushi going over. So I don't know, Wait, like, why? I, well, because Ibushi's not signed or anything. Oh, I'm not surprised that he would go over. So I'm, like, wondering, will, will Perkins and Ibushi be one of the teams to be, like, the last final Probably. four, maybe? Yeah. The final would... four, I'm assuming, would be, like, DIY, TJ Perkins, Ibushi. Um, Insanity. Uh, Sanity. Sanity, maybe, and uh, I don't know who else is left. Uh, Aries Roderick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Them, too. So yeah. that's maybe your final four. Yeah, maybe uh, Authors of Pain in there. Yeah, I don't um, see that. I don't see that. But did you mention Asuka's opponent? Are you kidding me? We just spoke about it. Oh, did you? You no, did, too. The, the William Regal. Oh, we mentioned... I thought you were talking about Thea Trinidad. No, it was announced this week. Well, yeah, but we announced it last week because it was... Yeah, news. but you skipped right over it. This week, they made it... It was well, officially announced. Uh, it was like, we, it was already officially announced. Yeah, but this was officially on the... It was on this week's They episode. played a video of it from her yeah, iPhone. Yeah, uh, 
Mickey James appeared on the screen. Uh, William Regal said that he found an opponent for Asuka at Toronto TakeOver. And Mickey James appeared on the screen challenging, accepting, I guess, the challenge. And it's going to be Asuka versus Mickey James. Looking forward to it. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I'm like I'm not not looking forward to it. I, I, yeah, I mean, it should be interesting. I'm I'm yeah. wondering where does that leave Mickey James after that? Because like I've always I, wanted to see her back in WWE, but I mean I would assume one and done like Liger. Yeah, I'm I'm just hoping it's not though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think the women of NXT and or the main roster could really be elevated with Mickey James on it. Um, as long as you get Natalia off TV, sure. I don't know why you're such a, like, an... I'm not a fan of her, dude. She, her, I don't like her style. I don't, I don't think, I don't not, I'm not a I don't fan. like how she wears pink and black. It's like if she Who was trying that? to be Bret Hart. Seriously, gimmick. I hate her style. Why is she wearing fishnets? Or whatever it's called. See-through. <laughs> so, yeah, that's Oof. NXT. Moving on from NXT, though, we have a pay-per-view this Sunday. Taking place October 30th, the night before Halloween. Which, by the way, Monday Night Raw is going to have a special Halloween edition of Monday Night Raw. Even though when they put the graphic up, they had nothing to do with Halloween. It was just like Charlotte and Sasha. It was just randomized, randomly non-Halloween people. So so your fingers are crossed for Boogeyman, huh? Uh, No, let's actually not keep our fingers crossed for that one. Because that would be uneventful for David. He's gonna. He has to be there. What other I Halloween gimmicks could be possibly showing up? There aren't any Halloween gimmicks. Yeah, like Papa Shango. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Papa Shango. Who else? Undertaker. I went to. I went Kane. to SmackDown once before. The SmackDown before Halloween was in 2007 on the 30th of October. And they, that's when they were taping ECW, and they, they had the Monster Mash Battle Royal or something, mm-hmm. where, I, I don't know if it came, it came down to, like, Undertaker, Kane, wait, was that SmackDown, or was that ECW? Maybe Undertaker wasn't in that. It was, like, Kane, Mark Henry, Kali, I think. And then I remember backstage, Nunzio was dressed as, as a... What was he dressed as? A vampire? <laughs> Kids were trick-or-treating. It sounds very entertaining. Yeah. I like when they do festive things like that. But, uh, uh, that's, yeah. Yeah, so Hell in a Cell is taking place on October the 30th at the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. The home of Sasha Banks. Oh, uh, what is that going to tell you? Uh, apparently there's much, many talks about that match going on last uh, I hope it does not. It, why? Why, why do not? I hope it doesn't? Because yeah. I because the, you don't she, think that I mean. I mean, yes, she has a hometown. Someone else? Would you be okay with it then? I'm fine with Sasha Banks, 100. percent No, no, no that's what I'm saying. If it was Beck, if it was like Becky Lynch in there instead of Charlotte, would you be okay with it then? Even if Charlotte was in the match, as long as there was somebody else that deserved to have been in that, two out of the three, like Bailey. So. Mm-hmm. I don't no that's, does Bailey even deserve it now I mean at this point right now like, no but like I feel like you have to put her against Nia Jax let her defeat Nia Jax and build her up again but now Nia Jax who is she but seriously though to have the Universal Championship 
match before the women's championship. I don't. I don't see. I'm. That. I'm fine with it. But uh, they have a pre-show match that they announced a six-man tag team match. Cedric Alexander teaming up with Lince Dorado and Sin Cara to take on Arya Davari, Tony Nese, and Drew Gulak. I'm going to say Tony Nese, Gulak, and Davari. You're going Team Nese. I'm going to go with uh, Cedric Alexander, Sin Cara, and Lince Dorado. As much as I want to see Alex, uh, I want to see Tony Nese pick up that. Uh, pay-per-view victory. Yeah, really, it might, it might be against my better judgment to do that, but whatever. Nah. Uh, Bailey taking on Dana Brooke. I'm gonna go with Bailey on this one. Oh, unfortunately, my knife is digging into me. I'm gonna say Dana Brooke. Wow. I, it's like I don't want to see that at all, but like I know, I know. Bailey, and Bailey guess. got the upper hand recently, so. Yeah, Enzo and Cass taking on Gallows and Anderson, Guns and Gallows. I'm going to go with, oh, that's a tough one to call. I'm going to go with the club. <laughs> yeah, Guns and Gallows. Yeah. I'm going to follow suit. I'm going to go with the club on this one. I feel like you have to, if you want them in that title picture scene, you got to start building them again, or at least get, let them have the victory. Um, let's go right into it since we're talking about the tag team. Cesaro and Sheamus taking on the tag team champs, the New Day. New Day, for sure. Yeah? You don't think it's time yet? No. I need Why's that? Well, I need for them to beat the record of demolition. Yeah. So, which they they really don't have that many many more. Yeah, how um, it stinks because I really want to see Cesaro and Sheamus as champions. But on the other hand, I like you. I want to see New Day keep on going with the record. Um, and plus, if Cesaro does pick up the victory, that will give him so much heat. And I don't think that would be good for him. So I'm going to go New Day. Yeah, so, uh, let's see. EJP? What? What are you thinking? I was trying to figure out how many more days they had. Oh, no, Brandon, don't do math. You're going to hurt yourself. Stop. Just put the calculator down. I can't find... Just stop. (laughs) Uh, Cruiserweight Championship on the line. TJP defending against Kendrick. I'm going to go with TJP. I think that would be pretty bad if he loses to Kendrick on his rematch after all this time. I think so too. I would like definitely like it more though if if it was Brian Kendrick, but I'm going with TJP as well. Yeah, I mean I, I just think maybe the next person that comes in what about uh Grand Metallic? Metalik? I don't know where the hell he's Is it been? Metallic or Metalik? Metallic? Metallic. Metallic or whatever. Metallic. But he's nowhere to be found, so. Right? They just, I like, mean, stop using him. So maybe that thing with Del Rio is true. What do you mean? Where Del, didn't Del Rio say something like, or no, that was about, uh, was that about Grand Metallic or was that about Andrade Cien Almas? No, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Where Del Rio said that one of them were, like, soured on WWE already or something like that. Oh, so I, I, I remember something. 
Not sure. Something similar to that. Um, but a- as of now, right now, the 28th, New Day is at 424 days. All right. So that's 54 days. In 54 days, they will have tied Demolition's record. Huh. So, Interesting. So that's doable. Nah. I mean, that's like not even two months. All right, so women's title on the line, Sasha Banks versus Charlotte. I'm going Banks. Inside of Hell in a Cell, I'm going with Sasha Banks as well. And then the... If, if Charlotte wins, then that's the death of the women's championship. Agreed. Absolutely. For for her to have that, uh, what was that, three times then? Yeah. That's... No, it's stupid. Yeah. Uh, U.S. championship on the line, Reigns versus Rusev. I'm going with Reigns. I am also going with Roman Reigns. I really hope that it is Rusev, though, but... I don't. I think Reigns. I don't hope for that to be that. And in the hopefully main event of the evening, the Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Universal Championship, champion Kevin Owens will be defending the title against Seth Rollins. I'm going to say Kevin Owens, hopefully. Yeah. I'm assuming Jericho is going to get involved somehow. I agree. I'm with you on that. So the only matches that are separating us uh, is that kick off that first match. Um, and then Dana Brooke versus Bailey. After that, we pick the same things. Do you want to bet on whether or not Zack Ryder will show up? I'm going to vote is it, is no. Like I thought I could get you. Because it's because SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I honestly thought I could have gotten you. I'm starting that. to learn. Starting to learn that. <laughs> yeah. They're not on the same show, and I cannot book... Smackdown on Raw. Well, I mean, they did do it, so. Yeah. Randy Orton did it, and vice versa with Brock Lesnar, but. That was our predictions for WWE Hell in a Cell. Uh, Let's uh, move on from that and say, Dave, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. That's right. It is time for Shameless Plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Go follow John at Mr. John Faust. Also, go follow our broski, Montreal broski at MTL broski. Good old Eric over there. He's also a part of the Kayfabe Today, so go check them out at Kayfabe Today. And check out First Thing in the Morning. Um, go check out that YouTube channel that he has. He has so much. He has highlights of Raw, highlights of SmackDown. He got 50 women, uh, 50 questions women have for men, and so much more. His Let's Play channel is awesome. So go check that out, too. Also, go check out Team Awesome 418 at Team Awesome 418. Who else could we promote? You think, you think anybody? You think of anybody over there? No? No. Also, go check out Weekly Wrestling Podcast. Uh, you can go check them out on the Elite Podcast Net. Um, they This week, they have Josh Alexander and Joey Janela, the bad boy himself, on their show, the long Halloween preview. Um, yeah, so go get them a listen. Go support them. Somebody has a uh, Joey Janela-created superstar already up on the the downloads for really 17. Yes, but I'm not going to download it because I want – I want a better Janela. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I want a better one. Because I, like, I have no shot at making a tires, really. So, Dude, why don't you just download it and pretend? Well, because I want like more. It looks, it's, it's his Janela's face. It is his face. 
But like, I want more gear because it's just one attire. I mean, why not just create it then? Because I can't just create gear like that. I, I did have... see. I don't know, someone did tweet out a uh, a really awesome Janela hacked uh, from uh, No Mercy. Yeah. That looked really cool. Yeah, but, but I would like. I would like. It sucks. I really hate the 2K17 thing. Like, if I'm searching for a created superstar by name, like, let's say I put in. Well, first, let's say I put in Tony Nice. I put up Nice, and then all of a sudden, it's just like a thousand other names that aren't Tony Nice. So, and then, like, then you could put up, like, if you're searching for, like, psychosis, you used to be able to write psychos uh, yeah, yeah. and just search, and psychosis would pop up. But now nothing pops up. You have to put in the full thing, and then then it pops up, and then some don't even pop up, and I don't even I don't understand. I just don't understand it. It just I hate them. But hey, Brandon, any shoutouts? Brandon, shoutouts. The first shoutout goes to John Laurinaitis, Johnny Ace, uh, because he's my favorite character on Total Bellas. I think. I think he's my... Have you been watching it anymore or no? Me? No. Yeah. No, Brandon, I have not been watching it. Yeah. Daniel Bryan and Nikki Bella got into an argument the other day. Because Daniel Bryan said that Nikki is not humble. Talking about humbling, are we not going to address the, uh, the comment by John Cena? I mean, how could we? Very easily. <laughs> Uh, him, the Bella Twins, and Daniel Bryan. They were at were, Comic-Con. Yeah, they were at Comic-Con, and they were doing a little Q&A, and a, a kid, a, a little kid, asked the question, straightforward question to John Cena. What? What's your, what's your favorite food? And John Cena responded, I, I could have Nikki Bella stand up, but... What was, and, what was the actual? <laughs> it was just like I, I I don't know, pretty much referring to uh, yeah the downstairs region of Nikki Bella, and that was just mind boggling how John Cena, the face of the company, would make a comment like that, especially towards a little kid, and then John Cena's like, "Don't uh, you'll get that? John, in, you'll get that in fourteen years, kid." Yeah, Brandon. Ten years. Is that appropriate? What he what he did? I mean, it wasn't appropriate. It was funny. Definitely funny, out of character, but it's do you it was. Think, I, I'm do you I'm think wondering if it was though. Anybody else would it would they be reprimanded? I'm sure of it, but I'm wondering if it was like a total Bella's panel more so than a WWE panel, because that was uh -huh. certainly on par with topics they talk about on Total Bella's. Really? Definitely. 100% on par. They talk about quickies and stuff. Oh, jeez. They show Bree and Brian after quickies. That's awkward. Because Brian doesn't really like doing them. Because he That's likes awkward. to make love. <laughs> yeah, so. That's, you know, that's story. Yeah, I, I don't Bellas. watch the show. You should. You'll Seems find a lot of stuff, yeah. Seems entertaining. Most Johnny Ace is on it, so it's pretty cool. Is it? Well, I mean, well. Does he go surfing at all? Uh, no, but he was in a pool swimming. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I'm super pumped to see that. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> I can never do that again. 
Remember that laugh? Of course. <laughs> but uh, my next shout out, what would like a Halloween episode be without the Shaking Ghost <laughs> Halloween decoration getting a shout out? Uh, definitely the best decoration out there. Yeah, I'm going to play that clip at the end, of course. Uh, and then the last shout-out simply just goes to Carrie Underwood, Easton Corbin, and the Swan Brothers, because that was just such a great concert at Madison Square Garden. Um, I wonder if it was her first time performing there. At Madison Square Garden? Yeah, I don't know if it was, but I'm, I, it might have been. Could have been. So, huh. and it was such a good show. It really was, man. She and she got rained on like Taylor Swift, but not as heavy. Mm -hmm. That was cool. Gimmick, gimmick infringement. Yeah, I was like thinking the whole time. I'm like, what? I've seen this before. <laughs> but it's well, like, that's cool. Yeah, it was such a good concert, and like, uh, yeah, it was a good show. Definitely go out and, if you're a country fan. Go see her. Go out. Try mm -hmm. to see her. Yeah. But those are my shout-outs. Time to move on to the 299th. Is it the 299th? Probably not. But our. 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 moment of the week. I think this week I marked out for Cedric Alexander, Dorado, Sankara, Nice, Gulak, and Davari being uh, named to be on the pay-per-view this uh, upcoming Sunday in that Hell in a Cell. Yeah, I think that's uh, super awesome. Uh, it's I, not in the Hell in a Cell, Hell in a Cell right? It's just, are you kidding me? Why? <laughs> There's three Hell in a Cell matches. It's not like... It they, should be in the Hell in a Cell. Daniel Bryan, I think, joked about every match being in a Hell in a Cell match. Like, I still would have been a fan of that. No, I think three is too many. I would be – I'm a fan. If it's no. a gimmick pay-per-view, everything should be uh, gimmicked with that. I, I, mean, I would I disagree. be a fan of that. I disagree. I'm not, I think three is stupid as is. But. I think it's cool. That's how I used to do my pay-per-views. So Your pay-per-views as in like WTW? No, with my X Men and GI Joes, and if if this is a if this is a GI Joe only pay per view, then there's no X Men allowed. Exactly. If it's if it depends on the pay per view, dude. But I don't yeah, know. No, I, I think uh, Hell in a Cell should be more than just one match. The entire it is one. Of, it's it's three exactly. of them. And I'm and I'm fan. I'm a fan of it. I think. It's and I think stupid. that if it's, I mean, if it's going to be the name of a pay per view, it's not just. I, I say do it. It's not a special. Okay, 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 okay. Then you flash forward back to or forward to next year in June or July and you have money in the bank. Okay, go ahead. Tell me. Yeah, I think they should have more than one money in the bank match. For like every single match on the card will be money in the bank? Well, no, you can't do it because oh, you can't you're do it limited. Because, it's a ladder oh, match. Oh, wow, look at that. And it's, an, it's a Hell in a Cell match. You're limited. What's hanging from the rafters? What? Is there a championship? The a championship's not the involved. The cage is hanging from the rafters. Yeah, the championship doesn't have to be involved. What does that mean? Could Money in the Bank uh, briefcase, some has to be involved. No, it doesn't. You could just have a ladder match. For what? Pinatas. WCW did it. 
You're turning into right, WCW. So if, it, if it's just for pinatas, you're turning, <laughs> you're turning the company to WCW. Well, let's just get back to the Alexander Drado, Sinkar, Nice, Gulak, and Davari. Awesome, awesome that they are on the pay-per-view. I'm, obviously, we're pulling for all of them to put on one hell of a match. And we're definitely pulling for Tony Nice to be on the winning side of that match. Mm-hmm. Well, you so. you were, and I was, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I picked Nice's team. You didn't, so. And, but uh, we also forgot to uh, mention Austin Aries' injury. Yeah, he was wrestling Nakamura at a WWE NXT house show and got no, I, kicked. I think, I think they just call them live events these days. I don't oh, have to... there's a house show. He got kicked right in the face. And his, the picture of his, they stopped the match. And his, the picture of his face after that he tweeted out, it just, it's, yeah, brutal, it's tough. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. He is a-okay and will heal up. Hopefully that there is no vision damage, no eye damage. Um, you mean we no are ocular damage? Yeah, no, no ocular damage. Everything is okay. 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 <laughs> We're going to look at that turn of the century, folks. Um, it's July the 4th, yeah. 1870. Hopefully he'll be back in the ring very shortly. Electricity was just made. <laughs> and, and that... Is our <laughs> mark out moment of the week? Yeah, it's our show this week, our 299th episode. Yeah, take it away. Check us out on Facebook. Like us, facebook.com slash marking out. Follow us on Twitter at marking out. Buy our t shirts at pro slash marking out. Subscribe on iTunes, rate us, uh, share, share the link. You could uh, check us out on Stitcher Radio, Google Play. YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. If you uh, have any music that you'd like to be played or uh, anything, hit yeah, us up. Yeah, if you're Markin a musician, out. if you're in a band, you want to get some exposure, send us an email. We would love to play your stuff on our podcast. We've played, we've had a bunch of uh, some awesome rock artists in the past. We've had pop artists in the past. Come on down. We will be happy to play your stuff on our podcast. Just shoot us an email, marketout1 at gmail.com. Yeah. And uh, you can follow Dave on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO. You can go follow Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. And did I get everything? Marketout.com, marketout.com. YouTube.com slash marketout11. And we, we wish you, you the... Have a fantastic Halloween. Happy Halloween. Be safe. Don't be stupid. Look out for the children that are trick-or-treating and everything. Don't, don't be, don't be creepy. Don't creepy clown. Yeah, don't be creepy. <laughs> don't be weird. Just have yeah, fun. Just be be safe. Yeah, be don't smart. drink and drive. Take a cab. Yeah. Control yourself. But have fun. Best of, Best of luck in your future, future endeavors. endeavors.